Welcome to the Poem of the Week. Each week, our poems are intended to help you practice the best, most current medicine by alerting you to studies that could change your practice. As usual, our host this week is National Public Radio's Dr. Michael Wilkes and Essential Evidence Senior Editor, Dr. Mark Abel. Gentlemen. Hello, Mark. How are you? I'm good. I'm good, Mike. Uh, again, a, a good poem you're going to talk with us about. It deals with cervical uh, intraepithelial neoplasia, CIN. Listeners will know this is a pre-malignant squamous uh, cell lesion, the uterine cervix. The only way I think you can make this diagnosis is with the cervical biopsy. The purpose of biopsies is to prevent progression to full-on cancer. But we also want to avoid overtreatment since uh, lots of these lesions can spontaneously regress. And treatment, you know, isn't fun and it, it can have some uh, side effects. There are two general approaches that those who deal with CIN take. One is close observation with uh, human papillomavirus testing, specifically paying attention to serotypes, cervical cytology, uh, and or colposcopy. And the, the second uh, more aggressive is a uh, treatment with excision or ablation, usually of the cervical transformational zone. The risk for progression of cancer is related to several things. Some might relate to age, some relates to CIN grade, some might relate to the type of human papillomavirus that the patient has. Usually patients younger than 25 have a lower risk of developing cervical cancer than people over the age of 25, and lower grade lesions have a lower potential for progression than do higher lesions. You found a poem, it was published in the American Journal of Obstetrics and Gynecology, published at the end of 2022. It asks a question about a specific group of, of women, mostly um, 25 to 30 year olds. And the question is, is watchful waiting a reasonable alternative to invasive treatment for this cohort of 25 to 30 year old women who do present with cervical intraepithelial lesion grade two? Yeah, this was a Swedish multicenter uh, cohort study. Uh, where they just wanted to figure out what is the natural course of women who have CIN2, they, uh, particularly in younger women aged 25 to 30 years old. They included 137 patients with CIN2. Uh, they had to have a fully visible squamocolumnar junction, a transformation zone of type 1 or 2, and they had to have had results for HPV testing within three months of the biopsy. They excluded any patients who were immunosuppressed or HIV positive <clears throat> or in cancer treatment. Uh, previous treatment for CIN or who were pregnant. They did a follow-up that included colposcopy, cytology, HPV testing, and at least two cervical biopsies every six months for up to 24 months. So pretty intensive follow-up. They did a LEAP procedure uh, to uh, excision for any patient who progressed to CIN 3 or higher or had an adenocarcinoma in situ during the study period. <clears throat> LEAP was also performed at the conclusion of the study, if someone still had CIN2 a couple of years later. Um, in patients uh, with partial regression who were followed until they were uh, completely regressed. There were 10 patients who didn't complete the protocol, so there were 127 in the analysis. Of those, 21% had been vaccinated for HPV half before the initiation, <clears throat> excuse me, before the initiation of sexual activity. HPV types were non-16-18 in 56%, HPV-16 in about a third, HPV-18 in 3%, and HPV-negative in 5%. So the vast majority were HPV-positive. In the overall cohort, CIN2 regressed 
partially or totally in 83% of the patients who had an HPV other than 16, but only about half if they had HPV 16. That was a significant difference. So only one patient who had HPV 16 had progression to cervical cancer during the study. So progression was quite rare, less than 1%. Only one patient with HPV 16 had been vaccinated and the vaccination was after the initiation of sexual activity. For women, so bottom line for women aged 25 to 30 years who have biopsy confirmed CIN2 and an HPV type that is not 16, a lot of those lesions, over 80%, at least partially or fully regress within two years without treatment. So I think watchful waiting might be an option for that group. The reason to do watchful waiting is that LEAP can affect, can cause, uh, can be associated with cervical stenosis, can affect fertility. And so women wanting to avoid that seems like that might be an option. On the other hand, with HPV 16, only about half had partial or total regression, which suggests that maybe immediate treatment might be um, warranted. Uh, most of the progression or regression was evident by 12 months. So if it was going to regress, you were going to see it within about a year. Uh, I'm not at all surprised that 10 women uh, failed to complete the study protocols. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. A pretty aggressive protocol. Again, it reminds us how important it is to, uh, to do serotyping. Um, th this is a great example of where it's not just HPV positive, but you really need to know a little bit more detail. Absolutely. Thanks, Mark. We'll talk with you in a week. Sounds good. Thanks. Well, that's this week's poem. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to read this and other recent poems, please go to www.essentialevidence.com. And please join us again next week for another medical poem. Music.